Green is brought to you by Galinda Mozo of Remax. Remax above the crowd. The COVID crisis is good news for a greener economy. Really? Listen up. The economy. Don't groan. If I can understand it, you can. Everyone agrees that rebuilding the economy is number one priority. We're looking to our leaders, and particularly the chief leader, Cyril Ramaphosa, for cues to show the way and dispel the trauma of these times, or at least attempt to dispel the trauma. And now is the time for opportunities to improve the economic model. If you're green at heart, the words low carbon will be music to your ears. And there's a lot of discussion around low carbon solutions in the economy. For instance, in a recent newsletter, the investment company 91, which you may remember used to be called Investec, outlines their strong promotion of investment in low-carbon transition. They have a 91 Global Environment Fund, and the portfolio manager, Deirdre Cooper, stresses that there is not enough investment globally in decarbonizing. Only about 20% of the $2.3 trillion needed to decarbonize the global economy is actually on the books. So we have a long way to go, but at least it's a start. Then there's also a metric called carbon avoided, the degree to which a company's products and services have a lower carbon footprint in comparison to others. So be assured that investment advisors are out there in the forefront of changing to the much-wished-for low-carbon economy. It makes economic sense, and it makes environmental sense. The word sustainability comes up, of course, and we know that's a desirable thing, but difficult to quantify. Investors want returns, of course, and responsible investors don't want to have negative impact on the environment. 91 has spent a lot of energy in this field, and were named Global Environment Fund of the Year for delivering both returns and positive impact. What are the main sectors for moving to low carbon? As you might expect, electricity generation looms large, renewable energy moving away from fossil fuels towards wind and solar, for instance. Then there's electrification, using the renewably generated electricity to power transport, moving away from internal combustion engines to electric vehicles, self-driving, hopefully and resource efficiency, better standards of efficiency in production and domestic consumption, green building and recyclable materials, all the good stuff. The move to renewables in generation being of huge importance in our case, and there are encouraging signs that the new procurement policies are coming around to it. All very good and well, but we have to be vigilant. A few months ago there were alarm bells ringing when a Turkish-based power ship entered a South African port, what is a power ship? A floating electric power station, burning diesel or natural gas. Now, the Turkish company hoped to take advantage of the very real crisis of load shedding and other ESCOM-induced problems, and were sailing under the radar, so to speak. They tried to take advantage of an emergency exemption from the Department of the Environment, claiming that they could provide power to assist hospitals and emergency centres in the COVID-19 crisis. This would allow them to shortcut the EIA requirements and procure a lucrative contract. 
After the initial heads-up in the media, the Environment Affairs Minister, Barbara Creasy, yanked the emergency exemption and said there was no electricity crisis. But no further sanctions were imposed, as they could have been. The Istanbul-based Car Power Ship Group, as they call themselves, remains determined to win government approval to berth several power ships in three local ports, Richards Bay, Kucha and Saldana, to feed the national power grid, while ESCOM and independent power producers struggle to restore reliable and ample power supplies. It remains unclear how long the floating power ships might remain in South Africa, but the company has confirmed that a successful power purchase agreement with ESCOM could run for 20 years. Their application documents are open to public perusal until the 6th of November. Another development to keep an eye on. For the whole story, have a look at the excellent coverage on the power ships by environmental reporter Tony Carney in Daily Maverick's Our Burning Planet feature. From me, John Richards, thanks for listening. Speak to you next time. Being Green was brought to you by Galinda Moser of Remax. Remax above the crowd. A global challenge to environmentalists is to make all people aware of how their behavior impacts on the Earth's natural resources. How we tread as individuals, corporates, and government affects the circle of life. Galinda Moser of Remax Living is committed to the health and well-being of your family. This starts with your home and ends with your planet. That's why Galinda is the proud sponsor of Being Green on Fine Music Radio. For now and future generations, Remax above the crowd. Every-